from the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio. This is 95X WXRO Beaverdam, a good karma brand's radio station. Wake up with 95X. You drinking? Yes. Yes, I am. Should we be drinking this early in the day? You drank all my beer. You drank the beer? It is National Beer Day. I thought it was every day. It's National Beer Day. Don't you like beer? I love beer. I mean, I love beer. Beer's good. Is that beer? Everything is beer. Beer, 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 beer. The Cullen Harrison Act went into law. National Beer Day. Raise your glass. Showtime. You're listening to the 95X Morning Show. Well, it's National Beer Day today. It's a good day to celebrate, right? Everybody wants to get out and celebrate National Beer Day. Gotta wait a little bit longer. You can't do it yet. No. Unless you're a third shifter, then I guess it would be okay to celebrate National Beer Day. How's everybody doing? It is the 7th of the 4 of the 22. We already are one week into the month of April. Felt a little warmer this morning walking outside. I kind of like that. Don't like the fact that there's the S word in the forecast again. Slightly the S word in the forecast. Well, we'll give you all the details coming up here on 95X. And I was gone for a couple of days. Was in a warmer climate for a few days. It felt good. Sunshine, warmer temperatures, little humidity. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. That's my kind of gig. We're going to talk South Central Wisconsin weather, our own weather forecast, coming up in just a couple of moments. Today is, uh, we mentioned the fact that today is National Beer Day. We'll be talking a little further about that. I'm sure we'll give you some facts. I mean, Jennifer will be along later on in the hour, so that alone makes us want to talk about beer. I know how much she loves it. We'll get to that forecast coming up next. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios, playing today's best music, streaming live on DailyDodge.com. This is 95X. I saw something this morning, and I've seen the stat before, but I still find it fascinating. Somebody sat down and asked 10,000 Americans this question. Do you still live in the state that you grew up in? I don't mean like pandemonium. I mean like the state, of course. 57% 57 of Americans still live in the state that they grew up in. And of that 57%, 33% of people still live in their hometown. Some of those same people have stayed very close to home. 4% said overall they live in the same neighborhood that they grew up in. Another 3% of people said they live in the same street. And a whopping 10% of Americans say they live in the same home that they were raised in. Most of the people in that last group are still fairly young. 16% of adults under 30 still living at home. I don't know if that's by choice or not. But this has always been an interesting statistic about how close people live to where they grew up. And I've got several friends 
that have moved outside of the state. Um, I don't, you know, I live within what, an hour, hour and 15 minutes of where I grew up? I've lived farther away than that. And yes, I did live out of state. Uh, twice. Once for uh, going to school and another time for a radio job. That was way out in the Black Hills of South Dakota. I don't know. It's interesting. When you live away from home, like where you grew up, there's two different, there's two different directions you can go. The one direction is good riddance, like glad I don't live there anymore. And then obviously the other one is always thinking about home. Now, Justin, for example, grew up, what, Doylestown area? Uh, Doylestown for the first uh, five years of my life, and then up until I left to go to college in Columbus. So you lived everywhere. Lived a lot of places. You yeah. have lived a lot of places. How long have you been back in Wisconsin now? Uh, about nine years. Okay. Do you Maybe miss ten? Do you miss any of the other places you lived? I mean, I miss the weather of California. Right. Uh, you know, I miss being able to just go surfing. You know, because I felt like it. Um, so that was great, um, and I think uh, physically I was a lot healthier in California, but it's a lot of go, 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 so right. that's probably why. Um, you know, there are parts of Vegas I miss because every day is a new exciting adventure. Uh, Houston, I miss the friendliness of a lot of the people that I knew down there, but I definitely do not miss the humidity and just feeling sticky all the time. Right. Uh, but, you know, Wisconsin was always home. You always wanted to get back here. I think so. I mean, we tried a bunch of different places, and ironically, my wife is from the Southwest, born and raised in Albuquerque, mm-hmm. and then moved to uh, the Chino Valley area of Arizona. Um, you know, she she knows the Southwest well. Once she got a taste of Wisconsin, she said, seasons are amazing. She loves the winters, which blows my mind. Right. And so, and it was like, hey, do we feel at home in Vegas? No. Do we feel at home in Texas? No. I'm like, do you want to try California? No. She's like... Let's go back to Wisconsin. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting because I, I lived uh, I lived for a year when my wife and I first got married out mm-hmm. in the Black Hills of South Dakota, and all we kept on thinking about was how bad we wanted to be back home. Right. You know, and now there's a part of me that's got the bug of wanting to be someplace warm like all the time. Yeah, I can understand. That. I mean, not it's not it's not like I'm not full on 100 percent like I have to leave. I've just right. got that little itch. That's usually how it starts, though. You, you get the itch, and then it's, uh, oh, well, did you know we can get a vacation rental down there for this much? Yeah. And hey, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have a good time today. Uh, the whip around is going to be live on location. Amy and Sherry uh, are going to be on location uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah, uh, with the whip around. Uh, Nancy Zeman Sewing Studio at One Twenty Front Street in the Fine Arts District of Downtown Beaver Dam. Um, you can swing on by and uh, meet them, find out about uh, a variety of in-person classes, sewing notions, select fabrics, patterns, uh, all kinds of cool things. Uh, you can meet the Stitch It Sisters, free event going on tomorrow from 1 until 2, and then Saturday from 9 until 10, and again from 1 until 2. And Friday, that uh, whip around will also be on video. Okay. So I'll be down there as well. And my understanding is, I mean, I was talking yesterday, they're going to teach Sherry how to sew. 
So I'm just shocked that that she never learned how to sew. I mean, I even know how to sew. Right. Same here. Uh, but it sounds like, and and I don't know how accurate Thomas's information was, but he said that she was going to be learning how to sew a skirt. I believe. Yeah. It says, "Will Serge sew a skirt?" Live during the whip around on Friday. I wonder who the skirt's for. We were both wondering the same thing, and we did agree that uh, if she makes it in either of our sizes, we'll wear it on Monday. Oh, okay. Good deal. Good deal, because I don't know how much of a, a skirt person she is. I just don't see Sherry as being a skirt person. Yeah, I mean, she always strikes me as the one who wears the pants in the household, so I and can't imagine the, her giving that up. And in this building. That's true. So that'll be tomorrow uh, from noon until 1, the whip around with Amy and Sherry at the Nancy Zeman sewing, uh, sewing Studio, 120 Front Street in downtown Beaver Dam. So looking forward to that. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. Masters Association and this station. Wake up with 95X. I take you guys running with me each morning. Oh, it's awesome. Listen to it every morning. You're good to go. They rock. Today's best music, 95X. Let's head back over to the Daily Dodge News Center right now. Get this local news update with Justin Wilski. The Beaverdam Citizens Police Academy is in full swing again after being on hiatus during the pandemic. A recent class covering OWI procedures featuring volunteers from the community consuming various amounts of alcohol and taking part in standardized field sobriety testing demonstrations. Video from OWI Procedures Night is available on the Daily Dodge television page at dailydodge.com. School district ref- uh, funding referendums in Rosendale, Brandon, and Oakfield had mixed success with voters Tuesday. Residents in Rosendale, Brandon were asked to approve $29.7 million for school improvements and upgrades, but voted it down. District voters in Oakfield approved borrowing up to $16 million for facility improvements. Dodge County Clerk Karen Gibson says there were relatively few issues with Tuesday's election. She noted that out of the few errors that did occur, they were human in nature, such as a wrong ballot being handed out. Gibson says the voting machines were not the ones making any mistakes and adds that she reported issues were limited to just a small number of municipalities and were not widespread. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. You know, there's a uh, Thursday's famous for um, throwbacks. People are always having throwback Thursday. We talk about things that went down years ago. So here's a throwback Thursday. That's let's look back two years ago. Okay. Let's just go back two years. The year was 2020. April the 7th. What was the top shortages that we were Googling. <laughs> I'm assuming one of them was toilet paper. Toilet paper. Meat shortage. Hand sanitizer shortage. And Nintendo Switch shortage. For those of you that are gamers, you probably remember that. Yeah. The top should I searches were, should I buy stocks now? Should I wear a mask? And should I get tested for coronavirus? Hmm. Nobody calls it coronavirus anymore. No. No, they really don't. Everybody just says COVID. COVID. Uh, the top is it safe searches to, from two years ago were mostly around canceled spring breaks. Oh, is it yeah. safe to fly? Is it safe to travel to Florida? Is it safe to travel to Mexico? Is it safe to go to the grocery store and... Is it safe to order takeout? 
God, it's hard to believe, isn't it? I mean, it's it's two years. Yeah. I remember having conversations with family and friends where they were like, oh, I really want to get Chinese from this place on the street, but the coronavirus thing is a thing now, and should I be worried about getting Chinese food from down the street? I'm like, really? Yeah, I know. There was, a lo- there was so much of that going on. <sighs> and just like anything involving science, the longer that we study it, the more opportunities oh, yeah. that we have to study it, the smarter we get. It's science. I know everybody wants science to be like, make a decision today, mm-hmm. and it'll stay that way forever. It's just not the way it works. Well, and our understanding of things is always changing. Unbelievable. Uh, searches that hit an all-time high from two years ago. Shelter in place. Social distancing. Pandemic. Lockdown. Rubbing alcohol. Toilet paper. <laughs> searches that hit an all-time high um, in April included binge-watching, jigsaw puzzle, stimulus check, furlough, good news, and the last one might be the best search, what day is it? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I do remember when we were working from home, there were times where I'd wake up and go, is it Wednesday? Is it Thursday? The wife would tell me it was Saturday. I'm like, oh, I guess I don't work today. You know, it's just weird when you think about the fact. I mean, it's it's Thursday, so we talk about throwbacks. Mm-hmm. And you think about the fact that two years ago, two years ago, we were just starting all of this. And there were so many things that people were bucking. And there were so many things that people didn't understand. And now two years later, I think we've learned as mm-hmm. pretty much as much as we can learn. Well, not as much as we can right. learn, but a lot that we can learn about what's going on. We did. And I, you know, if you talk to <clears throat> scientific professionals, medical professionals, all of them, a lot of them would say, eh, imagine where we'd be if a year ago we were doing all the things that we finally got around to doing now. Right. I think there's, I do think that things would be a lot different. I agree. You know. Um, obviously, there's a lot of things we can look back and say, I wish we had done this or I wish we could have changed this. But it is what it is. It's two mm-hmm. years of experience, right? Absolutely. Two years of experience. My goodness. Here's a look at your weatherology forecast. A few scattered areas of rain and snow mixing here early today, then becoming all rain showers with cloudy sky conditions, a high into the mid-40s. Winds out of the southwest around 10 to 20 miles per hour. For tonight, a chance for rain, then mixing with snow late, cloudy alone near 32. Friday, a chance for rain and snow mixing, cloudy skies, a high of 38. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on your home for today's best music, 95X. Currently, it's 35. Crick, family owned and operated, JNL Tires proudly supports their community. Interesting. Interesting. Entertaining. Entertaining. Or extra wacky. You're having a psychotic episode. That automatically puts me in charge. You'll hear it right here. It's the Morning Trifecta from 95X. All right, let's get to your Morning Trifecta stories that are making the rounds today. The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers has withdrawn SpaceX's application to expand launch facilities in Boca Chica, Texas. And this is after the company failed to provide environmental information that the agency requested. SpaceX was seeking approvals to construct a new launch pad, landing pad, all that kind of stuff in the South Texas facility. 
be about uh, 17 acres that included some wetlands and some mud flats. Well, the Army Corps of Engineers is responsible for oversight of all the wetlands. And because of the Clean Air Act, they're like, okay, so you got to show us what you're going to do here and show us how you're not going to affect nature. Well, SpaceX never basically got back to them. Elon Musk held a press conference where he explained that if regulatory approvals didn't move along in Texas, they would be moving to Florida's Cape Canaveral, Kennedy Space Center. If that did happen, Musk said that they would turn their Texas assets into just basically a research and developmental hub. The Corps told SpaceX it could reinitiate its application if it still wants to pursue the vertical launch area expansion, but no word yet back from Elon's company. A um, couple of things here. It's obvious from the great resignation of the United States and even worldwide that people are rethinking what they want to do for work. Now, if you are currently in that position, if you're weighing your options, here is something maybe you want to consider. Port Lockroy is a uh, outpost, and they are looking right now for a base leader. They are looking for a shop manager. They are looking for a general assistant who works in the gift shop, and they are looking for somebody that would run the local post office Doing all of these things along with monitoring penguins. Port Lockroy is at the, well, is located on Antarctica. And apparently they are looking to hire people that want to go to the outpost and work with customers because now that the Antarctic um, tourism is back. And people are taking cruises down there, and people are doing things. They're looking for people to hold these positions. So if penguin watching is something that you'd like to try, uh, maybe you want to apply for this one. By the way, our trifecta this morning is brought to you by JNL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass Watertown, and also in Johnson Creek. Well, an aggressive fox that had apparently been attacking people on the grounds of the Capitol is now in custody. Capitol Police said Tuesday that they had received reports of individuals being attacked or bitten by a fox. And there are possibly several fox dents, fox dens, I should say, on the Capitol grounds. Democratic Representative uh, Amy Barra was nipped on the back of her leg before holding the animal at bay with his umbrella. After congressional session, he went to Walter Reed and got seven shots with More rabies shots in the series to follow. And yes, they did follow up, and we did find out that the fox in question does have rabies. And so anybody that came in contact with this fox on the Capitol grounds probably want to get checked out immediately. This is not something to mess around with, man. That rabies stuff, that is not a good deal. That is your morning trifecta. Your morning trifecta, again, brought to you by JNL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown and also in Johnson Creek. You know, a lot of times when we play a kick in the classic for you, it's because the song debuted on this day, or it's because um, the artist is celebrating a birthday, or, you know, something like that. Sometimes you play songs just to play songs. Like, I picked this song before I saw the newest video. Oh, yeah. She's got another video. She's rolling around on the beach, in the sand, topless. 
She's doing a lot of those videos as of late. You know who we're talking about, of course. Yeah, her. Trifecta today brought to you by JNL Tire and Service Center. Dog Park Improvements. You're listening to the 95X Morning Show. Can't start my day without it. Best way to wake up. Gets me up, keeps me moving all day. It's where I go every morning for everything I need. We love it! Today's best music, 95X. Time for us to talk weather with Jennifer. Our weather brought to you today by Menards. Saving big money is always what you can do at Menards. Menards on the north side of Beaver Dam. Boy, a lot of people are going to be spending time out at Menards getting ready for all their spring projects. Landscaping and gardening and outdoor stuff. Looking forward to it. Jennifer joining us to talk South Central Wisconsin weather. Good morning. Good morning to you. Oh, boy. I'll tell you what. I come back to work. Mm-hmm. And it is, for you, got to be the greatest day of the year. You know why? Because it's National Beer Day? Because it's National Beer Day. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, let me give you some stats about National Beer Day. Sweet, okay. Th- think of this as your extra random facts today. Awesome. Do you know that uh, the date, April 7th, was chosen not uh, randomly as National Beer Day? Um, it actually goes back to April 7th, 1933. Okay. And the reason being, a new law took effect that allowed people to brew and distribute beer again. It was the first major step towards ending prohibition. Ooh, all right, nice, nice. So now now we know. I, you know what? When I, when I hear about prohibition, mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, there's no way. There is no way in today's day and age that if the government tried to take away our booze, mm-hmm. that we would we would lie down like they did back in the 20s and said, okay, go ahead and take it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people didn't. They still made it. <laughs> yeah, and they, that, that's where bootlegging came from. Yeah. Um, hey, this is, this, I, I don't think I should be surprised by this. Beer is still the number one drink that people order when they go to a bar. Because it's the cheapest. It's like, the, as much as I like, like, cocktails or wine, I love beer. But, like, beer is usually always the cheapest thing to get at a bar. Without, and there, it's not even close. Right. It's not even, it's not even close. I mean, when you figure out that you can get, like at happy hour, a lot of times around here, you can get yourself a big 16 ounce beer for two to three bucks. Mm-hmm. You know? Not so much in the city. No. Uh, <laughs> no. No. What happy is, hour here is like $5. Is it really? It's good, but like, you know. <laughs> uh, but, but the most popular, uh, let's see once here, 47% of people say it's their go-to drink. Margaritas, by the way, are second. And then wine, Cosmos, and gin and tonics. Budweiser is the brand with the best name recognition, but the most popular beer right now is Sam Adams. Really? Yeah. Forty-nine. Hmm. I, I don't know. I, I think it's. I think it's one of those things where people look at it as a craft beer, even though it's not really a craft beer out on the East Coast. Sure. You know, I've been to the brewery. It was actually really nice. Okay. See, now that that would be a tour that I'd like to take. Um, mm-hmm. 
So it wasn't like a tour. Like mine, because the way that they had it set up, because they have several things that they have set up. So it's like you can do a tour, but when we were there, we weren't able to do the tour. So they had like in their basement, they have like all this... um, they're specialty beers Ooh. and that they like brew throughout the year and like they have them in like like wine casks or or like bourbon casks and stuff. So it was like a tasting of that, like the specialty stuff. So I didn't actually see like the full on like brewery where they make all the stuff like you would see at like another brewery tour or whatever. But I was in like their special basement area and that was really cool. That I would love to be. I would love that over a regular brewery tour. Yeah. You know? it, was, it, was, it was a little bit different. Like, you know, I, I've done enough tours to know like. I know how that stuff's made, and I'd still love to go and see it, but this was cool. Yeah, and I mean, we were just in Florida, and uh, my our friends down there know I love Yingling. And oh, there you go. And even though Yingling is not a craft beer, because mm-hmm. out on the East Coast, it's like what, like Miller Lite out there, sure. you know? I, we don't get it here. No, we don't. And it does. It, it's starting to get. It's starting to creep a little bit farther to the west. Mm-hmm. I think it's like in Michigan right now. So who knows? We may see it. But yeah, that's uh, that was my go-to definitely uh, over the last several days. By the way, um, here's something that's interesting: mm-hmm. the production, distribution, and sale of beer is heavily taxed. If it was not heavily taxed, like it is, are you ready for this? Uh-huh. Beer would be. Forty percent cheaper. Think about. Wow. Think about that. Oh my gosh. Forty percent cheaper. That's a lot. That's a lot of taxing going. Yeah. On. Um, by the way, in case in, I think some of us have have uh, suffered from this before. Let me see if I can pronounce it correctly. Senosilicophobia. Senosilicophobia. It's the fear of an empty beer glass. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Perfect. Uh, by the way, uh, how early is too early to have your first beer of the day? Never. It's never too early. Uh, well, maybe wait until after work. But a recent poll asked, when is it acceptable to start drinking on weekends? And the most common answer was noon. Well, but like, let's say, let's say you have like a, a lot of times, uh, and I don't like them, but a lot of times people have Bloody Marys for like brunch or something in the sure. morning. Sure. And a lot of times it comes with like a little shot glass of beer. Right. That's usually before noon. Uh, yeah. Bloody Marys. So, I don't understand why people think it's okay to drink mimosas, screwdrivers, and Bloody Marys before noon, but then frown at people for having a beer. Right? Yeah, I don't get it. Just don't get <laughs> there's, it. Some, there's some sort of weird stigma with that. Yeah, kind of crazy. Hey, uh, let's talk a little bit about what we're going to be experiencing for uh, the you know, the weather forecast. Um, they've had, found out when I was down in Florida, um, that they are like the hotbed for lightning strikes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I, and I don't know if it's because it's really flat land, like lower elevation or whatever, but there was a couple, a, a father and his daughter that went to a Yankees um, spring training game mm-hmm. and got struck by lightning. <gasps> and oh no! The, just and to see are the, they okay? Yeah, they're both they're both gonna. You should see the bruises they have though. Oh boy! I mean, the guy looked like he got punched a hundred times in the eye. Yeah, she had a, a bruise that like started at the bottom of her jawline and went all the way down her neck, down her shoulder mm-hmm. from the lightning strike. Um, it's just interesting to, to, you know, you go to different places and everybody's dealing with the same thing. Everybody's dealing with just crazy weather. Yeah. What what are we looking at? Are, are, are we going to be using the word snow anytime soon? 
Yeah, to this morning. I mean, we're still not quite done with that, unfortunately. So, yeah, today we're looking at still uh, chances for some areas of rain and snow mixing for the morning hours and a chance for some rain once we get to the afternoon today. With cloudy skies, highs getting up today right around about uh, 43 degrees. We should still be in the uh, mid-50s, so a little bit below average for this time of the year. And then for tonight, we'll have chance for rain and snow mixing. Overnight lows right around about 32. Fear day on Friday, we'll have a chance for rain and snow mixing once again. Cloudy skies, high around about 38 degrees. Fear uh, Saturday, partial sunshine, high of 43. 10-degree increase in temperatures here on Sunday. Looks like mostly sunny skies, high around 53. And then on Monday, our warmest day at this forecast, we'll have a chance for rain showers, cloudy, high around about 59. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki. Oh, yeah, that, that S word, we just, it seems like you get it out of the way, you get it out of your mind for a couple of days, and then all of a sudden it pops back up again. No, yeah. yeah. Not quite then yet. No, not as of yet. All right, Jennifer, next time around, how about we get you your five random facts? Works for me, thanks. All right, there's Jennifer with a look at the weather forecast today. And again, the weather brought to you by Menards. Um, good folks over at Vita Park Eye Associates. For those of you that are just in needs of new pair of glasses or contact lenses, obviously those are the people that you want to get to know. They've got hundreds, if not thousands, of frames to choose from. Of course, they've got the professionals too that can make sure that the glasses are right each and every time if you need a little bit more assistance like you've been you noticing something's not right something's fuzzy something eh, a little off make an appointment get in to see the great doctors over at vita park eye associates because it could be something as serious as like what i experienced which was cataracts when i first um when i was in the studio here about 10 years ago i was working on the computer and I noticed that from, it seemed like it was like I came in on one day and then came in the next day and the computer was fuzzy. And obviously it was a progression thing. And I was like, what's going on here? And I noticed that it was not getting any better. Oh, maybe my eyes are tired. No, finally went in and that's when Dr. Hendricks told me that I had cataracts. So anyways, long story short, I went through the cataract surgery, implant lenses, uh, premium lenses, torque lenses, and now my vision is nearly twenty twenty in each eye without glasses and no contact lenses. I got to tell you, man, traveling, when you're flying and you're in airports and everything, back in the old days, I had to make sure I had my glasses with me, contact lens solution, all that crap, just to make sure that I had, I was ready for anything. Now, since the cataract surgery, just a pair of reading glasses. Have those in my pocket just in case I need them. Vita Park Eye Associates, get to know those folks. They're next to the YMCA of Dodge County and Beaver Dam. It's opening day for the Brewers as they're at Rick into 2022 knowing what they need to do. I think first and foremost, you got to get back to the playoffs. That's, that's your first goal. And then once you get in, you never know what can happen. And obviously, we're trying to take it all the way one of these years and win the World Series, but you can't do that without getting in first. And uh, I think you need little goals, little steps throughout the season to do that so that everything remains the same like you said we've done it the last four years. Cy Young Award winner Corbin Burns gets the start for the crew. Kyle Hendricks toes the rubber for the Northsiders. Coverage begins at 1245. The first pitch set for 120. And 1430 WBEV. With Pedro Saravino suspended for 80 games, the Brewers have acquired some help behind the plate, shipping outfielder Corey Howell and catcher Brett Sullivan to the Padres in exchange for catcher Victor Caratini. In 117 games last season, 
He hit 227 with seven homers and 31 RBI. The Central Division champion Milwaukee Bucks host Boston tonight at Fiserv. That's a 6.30 tip on 100.5 ESPN and 6.20 WTMJ. Packers edge rusher Whitney Merciless announces retirement after 10 NFL seasons yesterday. His first nine seasons were in Houston. Merciless played just four regular season games for the Packers last year before tearing his biceps. He returned for the playoff loss to San Francisco. The Masters is underway at Augusta National. Tiger Woods is in the field just 14 months after nearly losing his leg in a car accident. I've worked hard. Um, my team has been unbelievable. I've been lucky to have had great surgeons and great PTs and, and physios that have worked on me virtually every day. And we've worked hard to get to this point, to get to this. Woods has five green jackets at Augusta National. Wilpon High School baseball team is off to a 2-2 two and two start this season. Head coach Derek Stankey tells DailyDodge.com with nine of his 13 players on the varsity roster this year, either sophomores or freshmen, he's glad they were able to get some games in early before their East Central Conference season got going. Getting those reps in early and, and helping them become more consistent and picking up the speed and, and really doing all, a lot of the small things that we really push over here in Wapan. And uh, once they grasp onto those, um, you know, they're going to be successful. And, and like you said, we expect to be near the top of the conference. You can hear a full interview with Coach Stankey on the sports tab at dailydodge.com. High school softball yesterday, Randolph blew out Wayland Academy 23 to nothing in three innings. Kyla Steensma went three for three with two doubles and seven RBI. Wayland forfeited the second game. Lake Mills downs Columbus 12 to two. Elise Hayes had the only hit for the Cardinals. Once again, the Brewers and Cubs, the regular season opener, 12.45 this afternoon on WBEV. That is your DailyDodge.com sports update. I'm Wade Bates. Forget you anymore, What's happening in Hollywood? I am going to Hollywood. Movie stardom is just so hollow. Welcome to Hollywood. What's your dream? This is entertainment news from the 95X Morning Show. All right, let's get to it. That entertainment news is being brought to you by J&L Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown, and also in Johnson Creek. So you can be honest. How much did you miss me? Just that a lot, right? I missed you so much that I wasn't even here yesterday. See? What can I I say? I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, you just had to get out of here, didn't you? Yeah. Was Thomas driving you that crazy, or was just the fact that I wasn't here? Just the fact that you weren't here. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I appreciate your honesty. It's it's all a lie. I mean, yesterday (laughs) was a planned day off. So, Uh, yeah. Yeah, whatever. I went to the fireside yesterday. Oh, that's right. You were going to go. You haven't been there for a while, have you? It's been, yeah, it's been a couple of years for sure. I uh, saw the sound of music. It was really good. Good. Yeah. Had a fun day with my aunt and my mom and my grandma. And they had a nice meal too, right? Family day. Beef tenderloin with risotto and broccoli. Mmm. It was delicious. And shiitake mushroom soup beforehand. I bet you that was really good. Really good. Yeah, that's, their soups are always really good. Yeah. Did you have a delicious. good dessert? No. No? Bummer. What was it? It was a walnut sponge cake with like this really way too sugary topping that appeared to be marshmallow but it didn't taste like marshmallow uh, and then it had like a chocolate ganache on it just wasn't your thing no that's all right that's all right you can't, you can't hit a whole like, run with a, everything it's a risky move putting nuts in something i would think so too right they probably have an alternative for people that don't want something that's got nuts they, they typically do that. 
They typically do. Yeah, I didn't like it. Anyway, the rest was awesome, and it was a really good show. Good. Good for you. So, lots of stuff to talk about today in the world of entertainment. There is? I didn't look at it yet. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. The first story is something else. It's a good news thing, so skip that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. I got that. We're gonna, we are going to talk Ed Sheeran in a little bit, too. Oh, we are? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Matthew Broderick has tested positive for COVID-19 and will miss Tuesday's Broadway performance of Plaza Suite at the Hudson Theater. Huh. Does he do a lot of theater now? Yes. So that's like been his thing. He's yeah. kind of gotten yep. out of the movie scene and all that. Yeah, I don't know if he's out of the movie scene or if it's just one of those things where he really enjoys theater stuff. I think he likes being on stage. You know, once you get a taste of it, where you get the audience like applauding and laughing and everything like that, I think it's better than making a movie. Okay, so I've fallen into this trap that I just have to share. So I've fallen into this trap where when I'm watching a movie or a TV show, I can now tell when they're reading off of cards because of where their eyes are. Really? Yeah. And so now that drives me nuts. And I'm like... What kind of TV shows are people reading off of cards? A lot of them. Seriously? Just watch their eyes. See where their eyes go. A lot of times they're looking not directly at the person that they're talking to, but off to the side or up above them. Yeah. It's annoying once you catch on to it. So you're welcome, everybody, for now wanting to look at that. Um, But then yesterday, you know, and I'm at this production, and obviously they have all their lines memorized. Right. That, to me takes a lot of skill like having to memorize an entire program that's crazy right and then there's the um recovery mm-hmm. when you mess up a line right when, which does happen yeah i i thought about all this because we're talking about matthew broderick being you know mostly in broadway shows now and i would assume that's the case there. They right. have to know their lines completely. Right. When you're doing movies, unless you have a really long speech, mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty easy to start your lines all over. Okay, let's go back and start it from here, kind of a thing. Oh, right. If they make a mistake, yeah. you mean, and yeah. you got to redo it. Right. Right. When you're live on stage, though, not so much. I think this uh, Matthew Broderick play featured his wife, too. Yeah, she's in it also, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Huh. She tested negative, so interesting. They've been married a long time. They really have been. It doesn't say how long here, um, but yeah, it's it's been quite a I long say, time. I want to say, I'll bet it's been 25 years, at least. they got to be pushing it. They are a couple that you don't hear a lot about, nope. and I think they like it that mm-hmm. way. Like I think they've made a point of making sure it is that way. Right, and I think they also, if I'm correct, I think they also live in New York. They do. Which... You get pop, you get paparazzi, but not anywhere close to what you get out in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. I mean, they chose wisely where they're living. Why do you think that is, though? Because you know there are a lot of actors that live in the New York area. So, why do you think paparazzi focuses so much on LA? California? Mm-hmm. I think I think the bulk of the TV studios and everything like that are still in California. I mean, you've got you've got several productions that take place in New York, like The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and mm-hmm. um, you've got all Broadway. But I don't know mm-hmm. of any big. Maybe there are movie studios that are out in New York, but 
But I think the bulk of them are still out in Hollywood. Yeah, I think the vast majority are still in Hollywood. Mostly that's because of the consistency of weather. Right. Yeah, I figured it had something to do with weather. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Chris Rock performed a surprise set at Comedy Cellar Tuesday night, but kicked it off by telling the audience that he would not talk about the Will Smith slap. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. She's like, no. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. If you're here to see that, forget it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's basically what he said. He said, lower your expectations. I'm not going to address it. So there's that. But, um, you know, he says he's still processing and he's just going to tell some jokes at his uh, shows right right now. And his brother came to his defense, too. So I think he said so many people come to his defense. He doesn't have to. Right. It's really very true. I would agree with that 100 percent. So good. I think that's the way it should have been. I think it just makes him look like a bigger and bigger and bigger person. By the way, there was uh, just, I don't know if you guys talked about this or not. I don't know what you talked about while I was gone, but there was only one police officer technically at the awards. And didn't see it happen. Did not see it happen. I did see that in the news. He was uh, backstage, heard about it, Mm -hmm. went to Chris Rock's dressing room and asked him if he wanted to press charges. And Chris Rock said no and um, wanted to just leave it at that i did see something uh somebody had put out there saying that the reason why because everybody was saying well it seems weird that chris rock didn't like respond or do anything he just kind of put his hands behind his back and took it and i guess he may have a type of visual learning disability where he has a hard time reading people's facial cues really so he may not have realized what that was Will coming. Smith was mad uh-huh. and may not have been able to mentally make that connection that something was going to happen until after it happened, which was also part of the reason why he was so shook up afterwards, because he just couldn't put it together. I think it would have been hilarious had he been able to duck and yeah. Will Smith would have swung and missed. And then, and then Chris, that would have made him more mad. And then, and he, then, would have made, then he would have went after. Then he would have went after Chris Rock. And then it would be great if, while running away from Will Smith, Chris Rock would have been going. Like, Some <laughs> kind of sound effects. Yeah, three Stooges. <laughs> <laughs> That'd been awesome. <laughs> Wish it would have turned out that. Way. Wish it would have turned out that way. Uh, speaking of that whole situation, Will Smith is worried about what will happen to his career from here. Duh. Yeah, he feels terrible and is trying not to panic, but seeing his roles put on ice has been a hugely bitter pill to swallow. Um, his biggest fear is that he's in the process of being fully canceled, and there's nothing he can really do about it except sit back, suck up his punishment like a man, and try to atone however he can. And go on vacation in Dubai. Is that where he is? Yeah. With her? Uh, I don't know if she's there, but I know him and like one of the princes of Dubai are very close, and that's what Will has always said has been his self-detoxifying spot in the world, is he'll go there and just become his better self. Oh, good for him. So, yeah, I'm glad that he can go indoor ski at a indoor ski resort and, you know... It's so expensive it would be to oh, the man. upkeep of a place like that. Yeah, well, that's that's what Dubai is all about is the excess of spending. So. It is excess. Um, for I sure. see that. I see that the guy that Jada had her fling with has got a new song out. You know what? I didn't realize about that situation that he was a friend of their sons. Mm-hmm. That's how she met him. Yuck! 
Wait a second, like young as the son? Well, I don't know if he's as young as the I think son. He's a couple years older, but but he's still. young. Yeah, young, young enough that he was buddies with their child. Yeah, that's kind of as a mother of an almost twenty-year-old. No, he has lots of guy friends. No. No. That's just wrong. You don't go there. You may have just dashed the hopes of so many of your son's friends. Way Mm -hmm. to go. I highly doubt it, but yeah. (laughs) Gross, right? Especially in your new skirt. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to have a new skirt. Right. I heard you and Thomas talking yesterday about Mm -hmm. whether or not I could make it to fit either one of you. And you'd both be willing to wear it. We're both like, we don't know if she's really a skirt person. Like, is she going to walk around wearing, like, is it going to be something she'd want to wear? And then I was like, you know what? If she makes it in my size, I'd wear it. And Thomas like, yeah, same. So we've got your back. It's got to be the right material, though. It's got to be kilt material. Not necessarily. I mean, just don't do anything sheer, because I don't know if I have the underwear for it. (laughs) Just saying. Moving along, (laughs) uh, Kim Kardashian is on a mission to introduce Pete Davidson to the entire family. Uh, He has met Kim's children, as well as Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, wow. Is that part of the package now? it's funny you use the word package and Caitlyn Jenner in the same. Ha, ha, ha. So, yeah, Pete had the pleasure of meeting Jenner, who says they had a face-to-face after she called up Kim to catch up. Kim then ended up bringing Pete to Caitlyn's Malibu home. Caitlyn said she got in trouble for calling the comedian Peter to be polite. Kim laughed and said it was Pete. Caitlyn says Pete was a very nice guy and that Kim seemed so happy. For now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pete's going to be the one that's going to ditch her. Pete's got. Pete's oh, got, I don't know about that. Pete, hey, he well, has a history. His reputation. Though? He has a history. I understand that, but or you think this is his Clooney moment? His no, amal- no, I'm not saying that. I just think that in their world, and I'm not saying I agree with this. I'm just saying in their world, I think Kim is like top. Of the food chain for <laughs> <Right>. Pete. <laughs> Does that make sense? I don't know. No, so what you're saying is that Ariana Grande and Kate Beckinsale were kind of just not at that, not at the Kim level in his world. Okay, not in my world. Right. In his yeah. world, because in my yeah. world, Kate, Kate, Kate is there. Yeah, Kate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of agree with you. But I mean, imagine the amount of clout you get when you can be like. Yeah, I've dated these people, and I'm the one who stopped it. Right. Like, I'm the one who walked away. Mm-hmm. You look at people like John Mayer. Right. I mean, my God. Like, what's next for him? Royalty? Exactly. <laughs> Pete, Dav- Pete Davidson is, is, is in that club now. Mm-hmm. Does John Mayer have any girlfriends right now? Right now? I don't know. N- none that we know of. I think so. I just don't From my understanding, those are two guys have no problem grabbing the bat and swinging for the fences. Yeah. I will. I will say this about John Confidence Mayer for sure. Right? I will say this about John Mayer. First of all, dude is a really good guitar player. I did not oh, realize yeah. how good he was. He's a very talented musician. Um, mm-hmm. And the second thing is, after Bob Saget's death, seeing that side of him made me really like that dude. Yeah, that was a side that I didn't know existed. And that, that I was mean, interesting. To how see. much he loved his friend. And that was a cool. That was that made me a, a John Mayer fan. Yeah, that alone made me a John Mayer fan after mm-hmm. seeing that. That was pretty cool. 
Meghan Markle is taking some flack for trying to trademark the word archetypes. Is that how you say it? I think so. For her upcoming Spotify cast podcast. Or is it archetypes? I think because her kid's name is Archie. Uh, in a trailer for the podcast, the Duchess says the series, which is part of her million, multi-million dollar deal with the audio company, will dissect, explore, and subvert the labels that try to hold women back. According to Newsweek, if the trademark filing made by Archwell Audio is successful, the word archetypes, I'm going to go with that, would be protected for use in entertainment services, namely podcasts, audio, and visual web series, on-demand streaming media, and live stage performances. The filing, the filing has garnered criticism with the Daily Mail calling it an attempt to, quote, stop anyone else using the word, which first appeared in the English language 470 years ago, after deciding to use it for the title of her Spotify podcast. I don't know that she's going to be able to I mean, a word that has been around for 400 plus years, you can't suddenly decide. It's just like the word apple. Like what? I can't say the word apple anymore? Apple, 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 apple. Am I going to get in trouble? That just costs you thousands of dollars. Steve Jobs' family? Ching, ching, ching. (laughs) Lots of money ringing up there. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I no, I I agree. I get what you're saying. If you're interested in listening to our podcast, it's set to premiere this summer. Ed Sheeran did not steal Shape of You. A court ruled yesterday that the song wasn't plagiarized from a 2015 track called Oh Why by Sammy Switch. Here's Ed's reaction. Whilst we're obviously happy with the result, I feel like claims like this are way too common now and have become a culture where a claim is made with the idea that a settlement will be cheaper than taking it to court, even if there's no base for the claim. It's really damaging to the songwriting industry. There's only so many notes and very few chords used in pop music. Coincidence is bound to happen if 60,000 songs are being released every day on Spotify. That's 22 million songs a year, and there's only 12 notes that are available. I don't want to take anything away from the pain and hurt suffered from both sides of this case, but I just want to say I'm, I'm not an entity, I'm not a corporation, I'm a human being, I'm a father, I'm a husband, I'm a son. Lawsuits are not a pleasant experience, and I hope with this ruling it means in the future baseless claims like this can be avoided. This really does have to end. Okay. Well, he makes some really solid points there. First of all, that was a real intelligent little thing that he just recorded there, mm-hmm. number one. Number two is... I'm going to play for you the the the, the Mm side-by-sides of the songs. Now, we did this with Dua Lipa, and I think Dua Lipa's in trouble. Yeah. Because her song, Levitating, sounds so much like the other band's song Mm -hmm. that it's it's not even, it's ridiculous how close they are. This, though, I think you're going to go, what? Listen, here it is. I'm in love with your body. See what I mean? Is it because of the oh why oh yeah. why So you you they're 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 not even close. They're not even close. No. And just because somebody said oh why oh Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's I mean, not. It sounded a- like they kept saying Ohio, right? <laughs> right, exactly. So, anyways, there. That's why it's a frivolous lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's frivolous. I've often wondered how can some people have a title of a song the same as somebody else. Mm-hmm. 
I've often wondered that. Ed Sheeran just gave you the reason why. There's 22 million songs written every year. Mm-hmm. There's bound and it's going to happen. That right. We're going to have some similar lyrics. Right. Yeah. We're going to have some similar chords. Whatever. Um, Masters tournament starts today. I believe so. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Tiger Woods is still scheduled to play, and there's some big betting money pouring on in on him to win it all as a long shot. Ha. People, people can say, I'm so sick of hearing about Tiger Woods. I just don't care about Tiger Woods, blah, blah, blah. Did you see the gallery that was gathered while he was practicing? He's still great for yeah. the sport, he that's for sure. He is unbelievable for the sport. Mm-hmm. Completely changed the face of golf for yes. quite a lot of people. Yes. You can hate him, you can like him, whatever. I'm just saying, Yeah, he is still the person that people want to see mm-hmm. golf. Do we have time for one more? Oh, yeah. Why not? Go okay. Ahead. So Hollywood's full of rags to riches stories. But here are some examples of the opposite of that. Celebrities who were born rich. Oh, uh, Like, for example, uh, Anderson Cooper. His mom is Vandekamp. Uh, what was she? Uh, yeah, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, yeah. He's not on the list, though, interestingly no. enough. Paul Giamatti's father was Bart Giamatti, who was the president of Yale University. And baseball. Uh, uh, he was also the commissioner of Major League Baseball, but he yeah. only served for five months before he died of a heart attack yeah. in 1989. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Edward Norton's grandfather invented the shopping mall and developed the city of Columbia, Maryland. Are you serious? <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Selma Hayek's father was an oil industry executive who supposedly bought her three tigers after she begged for them. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Benedict Cumberbatch comes from a family of, quote, merchants and adventurers. Unfortunately for him, their holdings included a slave plantation in Barbados. Yeah, that's one you don't want to be associated with. Rashida Jones's dad is, of course, mega producer Quincy Jones. Her mother was actress Peggy Lipton. Julia Louis-Dreyfus family owns a multi-billion dollar firm called the Louis-Dreyfus Group. Right. Yeah, I knew she came from money. Yeah, lots of money. Yeah. Taylor Swift's father was a stockbroker at Merrill Lynch, and he even bought a stake in Taylor's record company when she was recording her debut album. Kate and Rooney Mara are football royalty. Yep. Their mom's family, the Rooneys, own the Pittsburgh Steelers. Their dad's side, the Maras, own the New York Giants. Yeah, that's insane. Mm-hmm. Adam Levine's family owns the upscale retail chain, Emma Frederick. And Ariana Grande's mom was the CEO of Hose McCann Communications, and her father owned a graphic design firm in Florida. Do you think that people... Well, okay, let's say Julia Louise Dreyfus. Right. right. She comes from a family of billionaires, right? Mm-hmm. Do you suppose that that helped her in her career? Or do you think, think that gets in the way? I think it depends on the... I think it gives you fallback options. Right. I mean, one of the ones I always like to talk about when people talk about you know the riches to rags or that sort of thing is uh, Kid Rock. Kid Rock's persona is that he's this redneck, backwoods mm-hmm. rapper. His family has a huge land holdings and a lot of money. You know, put him to a really good school. Like, they're they're very well off. Right. Mm-hmm. So if his rap career didn't take off, he could just fall back on his family's money. 
same thing with her. I'm sure if her acting career didn't take off and she wasn't as funny as she is, um, yeah, she'd probably just do the debutante thing. Why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My kids, my kids have been living off my fame all this time, too. Have they? Your big yeah. radio career? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry. I thought everybody needed a good joke of the day. Today. That was a good so, one. Was, there you have it. I think that's why Kevin's going to go with Armin for his last name, right? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. Uh, he's taking, yeah, he's taking Brittany's name. Yeah. <laughs> good choice, Kevin. Good choice. Uh, that is a look at today's entertainment news. Brought to you once again by JNL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 Bypass, Watertown, and also in Johnson Creek. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming, Wisconsin, Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. For automotive care for your car. It's the morning show. They're so funny. Love you guys. On 95X. Let's head back over to that Daily Dodge News Center for this local news update once again with Justin Wilski. A Columbus man has been charged with... Deputies Jason McDonald allegedly fled from deputies last month, reaching speeds of up to 100 miles per hour before the chase was called off. Later that same night, McDonald reportedly fled from Fond du Lac County deputies. If convicted, the 35-year-old faces up to seven years in prison. An initial appearance is scheduled for May 23rd. A Marquette County jailer has been arrested for soliciting a minor for sex following an investigation by the Columbia County Sheriff's Office. Sheriff Roger Bradner says Travis Biddleman was involved in Internet and social media activity where he was attempting to have sex with a minor. Bradner adds that Marquette County officials wanted an outside agency to complete a fair and impartial probe. Biddleman is facing charges of use of a computer to facilitate a child sex crime. Dodge County Clerk Karen Gibson says there were relatively few issues with Tuesday's election. She noted that of the few errors that did occur, they were human in nature, such as a wrong ballot being handed out. Gibson says the voting machines were not the ones making any mistakes. She adds that the reported issues were limited to just a small number of municipalities and were not widespread. And there's a new mayor in Horicon. Josh Moss was the only name on the ballot and garnered 346 votes. Just about 97% of the total number of votes cast. Moss replaces incumbent Jim Gregg. Other communities with new mayors include John Gwynn in Mayville and Ron Bishop in Waupon. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. All right. Thank you very much, Justin, with that look. Uh, hey, I understand. We made reference to it. I understand that you're, you are going to be uh, with Amy hanging out at a whip-around remote, huh? Yeah, tomorrow with the Stitch It... I can spit this out right, right, okay? Stitch It Sisters. All right. Yeah. Uh, Nancy Nancy Zeman Sewing Studios, 120 Front Street. I'm trying to think of where where that is. It's across from McKinstry's. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All righty. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got you. Fine Arts District, downtown Beaver Dam. That event is going to be tomorrow from noon until 1, and you're going to be making a skirt. I am. I'm nervous, but... Why, are you afraid you're going to stitch your fingers together? One never knows what I might do. Um, I have only used a sewing machine once in my life. It was in seventh grade, home ec. Uh, haven't wow. used a sewing machine since then. Wow. I have over the years on occasion hand stitched some things, 
even that has been quite a while since I've done that. So this will be an interesting experience. I'm hoping the machine does most of the work. So did you decide that you're going to be doing a skirt or? Nope. Nope. They decided what I would be doing. All right. Yep. So we'll see. Oh, we'll wow. see. I'm guessing they chose that because it's probably fairly easy well, to right, do. Well, right, right. I mean, it's like a circle, you know? Right. Yeah, they you didn't know. want to give me, like, some complicated... With sleeves uh, and right. cuffs and everything on it. No, let's keep it really simple. I'm, yeah. surri- I'm surprised they didn't say, here, sew a towel. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Just the edge. <laughs> Just do the edge. Oh, fantastic. No. So, yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be a good time tomorrow. It's, uh, it's neat to see all the things that are going on in this community now. Now, mm-hmm. it's, it seems like things are becoming more alive. Oh, for sure. You know? For sure. Now we've got the Nancy uh, Zeman Studio downtown yep. Beaver Dam that's uh, going into the Fine Arts District. Yep. So that's going to be a good time. So, uh, again, the, the Stitchett Sisters um, are going to be there tomorrow from 1 till 2, mm-hmm. then Saturday from 9 until 10 a.m., and then again from 1 until 2 o'clock. So it says here... Sherry Sackett from the 95X Morning Show with zero sewing experience <laughs> will surge sew a skirt. Ooh, surge sew. That sounds dangerous. Are you gonna be on video? You're gonna be, you're gonna be on video too, aren't you? I guess. I guess I better look presentable tomorrow. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it should be fun. Really exciting. Okay, so do you remember the uh Home Alone 2? Um, where Kevin accidentally gets on the wrong flight. Yes. And he ends up in New York City, Correct. right? And it's all because he runs into the lady holding all the boarding passes. And yep. everything she, goes. She's like, okay, just get on board the airplane. Yeah. Well, the chances of getting on a wrong flight these days are pretty much slim to none. Yes. Now, I just, uh, I just obviously just got done flying. Right. And, uh, which brings up another thing my wife and I talked about. I've got questions about that, by the way. Uh, about flying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's 21 hours to drive mm-hmm. where we were at. There's the sitting in the car for 21 hours. There's trying to rest or or stopping someplace and staying overnight because mm-hmm. we're like maybe be make it's just because you know when you fly mm-hmm. you sit at the airport for a couple of hours and then if there's a delay you got to stay there longer and then if you miss a f- connecting flight it can just be all just really stressful right but it's still worth it right six hours versus twenty one. And when I say six hours, I'm talking about the amount of time that I sat at the airport, the flight, and then, like, getting home. Yeah. Driving home. Yeah. So the whole thing was, like, six to seven hours. Mm-hmm. It still is more fun than 21 hours or 20 or a full day. Yeah, I mean, it depends. Right. I mean, if you like to see different parts of the country, even if you're just driving through them, Right. You know, some people enjoy that. Yeah, I'm still, and I'm some st- people are deathly afraid of flying. I think, I think for me, I think if I'm going to go for two weeks, driving is not that big of an issue. Right. If you have more time, if definitely. You're go- if you're only going for like I did for four days, yeah, then driving is like two days there, two days yeah, there. Yeah, that would be a waste of time. I d- just let me ask you a question, quick. So, uh-huh. are masks required on flights? Yeah, for now. Okay. But not. I don't think for only for another two weeks. 
Oh, really? Yeah. I think that uh, like the 19th of April or something like that. I think. Or really? The 20th, 19th or 23rd. Some One of those days um, this month, it comes to an end. I did not realize that. Correct. I asked because I'm flying in May. I know. Mm-hmm. So, but I felt pretty comfortable. Okay. So. Good. Just wore it. Nobody hacking on you? No. Okay, good. No. Wore it uh, in the airport, on the airplane. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. In, in big crowds. Yeah. Wore it kind of thing. Well, a couple of confused travelers were left stranded after trying to get back to the United Kingdom following a trip to France and then somehow ending up in Spain. What? Now, listen to this. This pair made a what they call a whistle-stop tour in Marcel, France, to go to a soccer match. They went back to the airport. They didn't understand the language necessarily. They were two gates, both loading at that time. They went to the one gate. They got their boarding pass scanned. They were allowed on the flight. Their boarding pass was checked not once, not twice, but three times. And somehow they realized as their airplane was descending that they weren't landing in London. They were landing in Madrid. That's probably a better choice anyway. (laughs) Yeah, probably, right? (laughs) But yeah, they, 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 they got off the airplane like, how do we get to Madrid? And they they went. To, they talked to the airport people. The How does that people. happen these days? I have no everything idea. Everything is digital, right. so it's like I don't. I we, they nobody knows how it happened. Long story short, they had to stay there for a little while, and then the folks got them on an airplane and got them back to the UK. But how they ended up in Madrid, getting on the wrong airplane, and being allowed to get on the wrong airplane right. is the crazy part. Checked about by that. three different people. Yep. Unbelievable. Hey, we've got a great kick in a classic today. We've got a birthday boy. Oh. Um, I'm going to play for you one of the biggest duos of the 80s. Okay. One of the biggest duos that we always forget about from the 80s. One of their members celebrating a birthday coming up. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. All right, so it is the birthday today of John Oates. Hall and Oates were big back in the late 70s, early 80s, and of course that was a gigantic hit for Hall and Oates back in the day. And of course you remember Hall and Oates. 1982, that was a number one single in America. They had a lot of songs. Rich Girl was the, the... one that I always think of. That was kind of like their first song. She's a rich girl, and she's yep. gone too far. But uh, Hall & Oates had a, had a string of hits back in the early 80s. And they were a couple of cheesy-looking dudes back then. Well, you had you had Hall, who had the really nice mullet, kind of long-haired mullet. He had Oates, who had the most incredible porn stash <laughs> of any artist ever. <laughs> John Oates, born on this day in 1949. I have it. What's on your mind? I have some news I want to share. Want to hear it? Yeah, it kind of depends what the news is. Is it good news? Good news. Great, good news. That's good news. Great. That is good news. Good news. Let's hear it. All right, let's get to a little good news today, shall we? I think that's a great idea. Good news is being brought to you by Community Living Connections. Well, a disabled, a disabled veteran in Florida 
was reunited with his lost service dog after a landscaper accidentally let the pup out of a backyard gate. Oh, no. Tavarius Washington was reunited with his best friend. Here is that moment. What's up, Papa? When I saw him, they couldn't hold him back. She just started kissing me all in the mouth and in the face. I got his fur all in my hair. This lady came and she's like, oh my God, I saw your nose. She said, me and my husband, we cried. So I appreciate them. There's so many people that helped. That's incredible. That is a great story. You can just hear the excitement in him getting his dog back. That's a nice thing. Kenzie Jones, a second grade teacher at St. Michael's Episcopal School in Richmond, Virginia, came up with a class project to help hard-to-place animals for adoption. Her students wrote messages from the animal's point of view addressed to their adopters. One letter in a child's handwriting said, I'm cute and I have short hair. I can cuddle and bark. Please adopt me. Jones has been a volunteer at the shelter for four years. She pitched the concept to Christy Peters, the shelter's director, who loved the idea of posting the notes by each animal. Jones makes a class announcement each time an adoption is finalized, and the students cheer. Oh, another great dog story. Yep. A pet story. Mm-hmm. Do you know what a razor kraken is? Mm, no. Kraken is an octopus, isn't it? Well, it's a it's a beast, but a razor kraken is a gaming headset. <laughs> okay, gamers wear. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, and apparently, they don't just wear them, but they can protect your life as well. What? So there is a um, Reddit user Enough Dance nine fifty six. He was sitting indoors at his home in California, talking to his friends early in the morning. When all of a sudden, BAM! Headset got knocked off. Trying to figure out what happened. Looked right next to where he was sitting, which was a window. And there was a hole in the window. He looked at his Razor Kraken gaming headset. And there was a hole (gasps) in there that did not go all the way through. Instead, it ricocheted off a stray bullet <gasps> that had he not been wearing he would have been dead he'd be dead oh my goodness shared several photos showing the window you can see the bullet hole right through it you can see the damaged headset with the, and the bullet itself by the way the bullet ended up flying through the window ricocheted off the headset he was wearing and i believe it ended up laying it bounced off the wall after that and, like, laid on his bed. That's terrifying. Quote, if it wasn't for the headphones made with such good quality, I would be a dead kid at the age of 18. Wow. I couldn't even imagine all the pain my family and friends would have gone through, he added. It came from a block away. It was a stray bullet. Someone with bad aim almost killed me while I was just talking to my friends. <sighs> That's so scary. Yeah. And I again, a stray bullet. We don't... It doesn't sound like it was... Who's the person shooting at? I have no idea. And I don't know what kind of weapon they were shooting with. To come from that far away, to go through a window, to hit him in the headset, bounce off, and then off of a wall onto his bed. Wow. Scary stuff. Very. Lucky guy. Very lucky guy. Uh, music legend Bobby Rydell, one of the first teen idols back in the 1960s. 
Oh, that was an entertainment not a good story. story. Yeah, it was an entertainment story. Well, he died. <laughs> yeah, so that's not <laughs> good news. Yeah, that's not good news. That's not good news. I'm so sorry. I thought. You... <laughs> normally, nor this is on me. Normally, I, I put a separation in between good news and entertainment news, and today I forgot to do that. So, well, Sherry, usually you give me two good news sh- stories. Right. Sh- <laughs> Sherry, Sherry, uh, good news stories about Bobby Rydell dying. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so sorry. It's all right. It's all right. Oh, it's, it's on me. I'm not laughing that he died. That's not funny. That's no. sad. But <laughs> nice job. I know, Richard. It's crazy. And on me too for not pre-reading. Yeah, I, I, that's on me. But yeah, you're right. You should pre-read. <laughs> In sports, the Brewers and Cubs open up their 2022 championship season at Wrigley Field this afternoon. Corbin Burns starts against Kyle Hendricks. Coverage begins at 12:45. The first pitch set for 1:20 on 1430 WBEV. Pedro Servino suspended 80 games. The Brewers added some depth behind the plate, trading outfielder Corey Howell and catcher Brett Sullivan to the Padres in exchange for veteran catcher Victor Caratini. The Central Division leading Bucks host Boston tonight at Fiserv Forum. That's a 6:30 tip on 100 SPN and 6:20 WTMJ. Packers edge rusher Whitney Merciless has retired after 10 NFL seasons. His first nine were in Houston. He played just four games last season for the Packers before tearing his biceps. He returned for the playoff loss against San Francisco. The DizzardDailyDodge.com Sports Update. I'm Wade Bates. This is 95X. Good morning and welcome, everybody, one and all. This is the 95X Morning Show. We're going to get to uh, the nearly impossible question coming up. I saw Thomas made it in today. You did? I yeah, didn't see him yeah, in there. I, I saw him walk back there. Oh. Craig, Craig is running late. I feel Craig like Craig is always running late. That's kind of his thing. Everybody's got their own little jam, right? Yeah. I don't know where that happens, That happens to be. Yeah, Thomas was here. I saw him. At least, ba, I, think ba, I, at least I think I saw him. Anyway. I gotta hit this. This is the impossible question. What are you talking about? That's impossible. That's impossible. Impossible. I work for the government. On the 95X Morning Show. I see that we've got a phone call. Hold on a second. Hi, 95X. Welcome back, Rick. Uh, Thanks, Tyler. What's up? I just want to also tell Sherry good luck tomorrow. (laughs) So that I don't, like, sew my fingers or anything. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to wish you call you guys. Wish you good luck, Sherry, and welcome Rick back. Thanks, Tyler. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Sherry's going to attempt to sew something tomorrow. (laughs) Live. So how did you get roped into that? I'm not sure. Because, I mean, this was, it's it's the whip around. so it was just from a conversation Amy and I were having. Like, oh, about, like, I haven't sewn anything since fourth yeah, grade. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I honestly don't know how the idea was born for it to be me. But you get to be the one in charge of uh, sewing a skirt. I am. Are you jealous? No, I, I think, I think uh, Thomas and Ninja are fighting over who gets to wear it. Yeah. So far, it's kind of split. If you make it a little uh, extra large, it's going to be Ninja. Well, make yeah, a medium. Okay. I'm going to wear it. What if I make it for myself? Well, then you wear it. Fine. Fine. We'll never see that. Yeah, we will. I think. Right? 
Well, you'll see it tomorrow. Right. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, but you're going to put it on over your pants, right? Well, probably. But tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow I would because that would be the situation, yeah. So, okay, so I have worked around her for, what, 12 years? Mm Mm-hmm. Something like that? I wore dresses last summer. Did you? I remember a dress or two, yeah. I wore dresses I missed the kimono, to be honest. I got rid of the kimono. Why? Because you guys made fun of it all the time. It was great. Honestly, I was jealous of it. Yeah. Well, you guys made fun of it all the time, so it went away. Um, No, I wore... Yeah, I like dresses in the summertime. Okay. Because I don't think I've ever seen you wear shorts. No. You you just don't like them? No. How come? Because... (laughs) Do you really want me to have to get into the whys of why I don't like to wear shorts? You don't like shorts because they're uncomfortable. No, that's not it. No? No, Rick. It's because I'm not comfortable with my body, and I don't like the way my legs look in shorts. There. Does that make you feel better that I came clean on that? Yeah. yeah see, that now you if feel... If only Rick felt that way, but we didn't have to see his legs, but... Yeah. We still do. My legs are going through some changes right now, too. Unexpected hair loss. Kind of look like uh, carrot sticks. Uh, well, carrot sticks. Those old carrot sticks. You know when you leave carrots outside of the water in your fridge, they kind of get a little white and uh, a little crusty? Chicken legs? Yeah. You have chicken legs, don't you? Well, I got chicken legs, but I also am losing my hair. Right. Chicken legs have no hair. Right. Well, no, but I don't no, know why I'm lo- but I don't understand why I'm losing the hair on my legs. That's what I don't understand. Anyways, let's get to the nearly well, impossible you're question. You're losing it on top of your head, so okay. God, and you're growing sense. it in your ears and your eyebrows. There you go. So. Still got plenty in your nose though. Nose, yeah. Thank you guys. Uh, about <laughs> 90% of the world's population does this. It is something that we would it would could be a friendship thing. Or it could be... We, we kiss. Oh, yes. 90% of the world's population kisses. As a greeting? No, no. I mean just in general. Like either as a greeting or as in... Ooh, this is a shocking discovery. Love. Yeah, like... Okay. I want to know Why the, is that surprising? I, I want to know where the 10% is. It is doesn't it, kiss. Is it like the Congo or is it like... Down someplace in South America, some tribes that don't believe in it. Yeah, because even in like uh, the Middle East, isn't uh, kissing on the cheeks usually a typical form of greeting? Mm-hmm. I think so. According to History dot com, the oldest recipe ever discovered was a recipe for what? Beer. Beer. Gotta be beer. Yeah, you knew these ones already, didn't you? I think we talked about this once. How about this one? According to the AAA, 35% of us have this in our car right now. Don't even know it's there. Don't even know it's there. Don't even know it's there. Inside your car, you got this. 35% of Americans have this inside their car. They don't even know it's there. An old French fry. Yeah, you got it right. Look at that. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, my God. I guessed on that one. It's really an Ah. old French fry. An old French fry. That's so specific. It is an old French fry. That's that's crazy. That is crazy. That is really crazy that you knew that. It was all first guesses, too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got it. He's feeling pretty good. He always feels better when he's not in the driver's seat. He feels smarter. I do. When he can just walk and sit down. Anything else new, Thomas, with you? Uh, anything new? No, not really. 
No, I saw a Steve McQueen movie yesterday, Papillion. Oh, and it's not. It's called Papillon. Right? Papillon is it Papillon? <laughs> yeah. There's like an L in there. Like, did you tell me the L was silent? It's called it's. I, I, Are there two L's? I believe it is pronounced Papillon. Papillon. Are there two okay. L's next to each I other? I thought so. Yeah. Well, two L's make a Y. Is that how it goes? Oh, maybe so. Okay, fine, fine. It's not when you order chicken in Spanish. You don't say polo. You say pollo. Okay, I guess that's a romantic language thing. Mm-hmm. It's all right. It's all right. We're good. I uh, want to remind everybody that if you're looking for something very, very tasty, you might want to head on down to Uga Brewery. Uh, they've got a whole bunch of different beers on tap right now uh, that you can try. I know that I have had the Hala before. Hala! Which is the, uh, a classic American cream ale infused with fresh jalapenos. It's, yeah. And I think a lot of people think it's going to be real spicy. It's not. You just get this. Just this, a little hint of it. A hint of these jalapenos. Really a tasty beer. And uh, for those of you that really love something that's going to be maybe a little more on the IPA side of things, try the Rockslide IPA, which is a fantastic uh, homebrew recipe with the aroma of citrus with a hoppy yet not too bitter finish. And then try the Mad Polecat Porter. Looking forward to trying that. I love myself a good porter. And, uh, by the way, if you're looking forward to other things, remember that coming up on the 15th, it'll be live music with Sarah Day from 7 until 10. And then there's music also taking place on the 16th, the 23rd, and the 30th. And they are also collecting donations of peanut butter and jelly for families serving uh, by the Playground Movement on Madison Street. If you bring in one jar of peanut butter and one jar of jelly, they will give you a buy one, get one free on your first beer. So help out uh, growing up those playgrounds and bring in some peanut butter and jelly at the same time. Yeah, there you go. Ninja's got, Ninja's got the black headband today. Is there any significance to the colors for the days of the week, or is it just whichever one you feel No, like I actually that? had to battle this one back for my oldest daughter because uh, <laughs> we ran them all through the wash, and I only was able to find two afterwards. And the wife said, "Well, maybe it got you know stuck in a sock or a shirt, you know, ended right. up in a pocket or something, or your daughter's bedroom." And I said, ten to one, Kyra's got it." Mm-hmm. So yesterday I was like, "Hey, you wouldn't happen to have seen my black headband, right?" And she immediately went into, "I may know where it is, but first, let's talk about my demands." Whoa! Whoa! So, uh, yeah, she, she listed out her demands, and I mm. listened very intently, and then I said, great, and now I'm the dad. Go get it. Right. Exactly. So. <laughs> so. By the way, I didn't bring it today, guys. Um, I was going to show it off, but I didn't bring it today. I um, ran my first ever 5K. Oh, Oh, hey. congrats. On Saturday. You did? Yeah. So In uh, Florida? Yeah. So our friends, our friends down in Florida are big runners. And um, I mean, you have to be to stay away from the Gators, right? right. <laughs> they're they're big runners, and every time I go to Florida, I always end up, you know, going for a run or two on the beach or whatever. And uh, last week, a couple days before we left, our friends reached out and said, "Hey, was wondering if you'd be interested in running in a 5K." And I'm like, I never, I never ran in one before. As much of a big runner as I was all my life, I never ran in a 5K. Here's the other thing that's crazy. I have not run. I have not been running at all 
in two and a half years. Oh, wow. The oh. last time I went for a run was down in Florida with my friend, the last time we were there. Huh. So I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll run in, the, in this 5K. I'm in the over 60 category, so, you know, heart attacks happen, I guess. Um, <laughs> yes. So set expectations. Uh, I meddled. Really? Oh, shut Whoa. up! Wow. Why didn't you bring it in? Yeah, I finished. I got. I got a fourth place. Shut oh, nice. out of five. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I meddled. Were there only four? No, in I your age I, group? There was. There was no. There was not. How can you minimize hey, now, this wait a moment of glory? Yeah, yeah now wait a second. Wait a second. To be fair, to be fair, um, I, I okay. I admit that I I only finished fourth. You know, I still got, for some reason, I got a medal out of it. I finished fourth, but the, the really cool thing was the fact that um, I, was, I ran three miles in 3.2 miles, whatever it is, in 27 minutes. Wow. 20, wow. Which was which is not bad. No, last time I did 5K anything in that amount of time, it was 5,000 calories. Yeah, so here's, here's uh, a picture. Shake. Here's a picture of us. Aw, you all medaled. We all, all three of us medaled. Were you in different oh, age yeah. categories? Oh, no, nice. we were all in the same age category. So did they get above you? Well done. Yeah, uh, my friend George finished one place ahead of me. And what about her? I, I don't remember. She was top three. She was one, two, or three. Ah. Wow. So there really were only yeah. four. <laughs> <laughs> No, there was, there was no, there was more than there four. There three in that picture right there. There's, fourth one was holding the camera. Is that what you're saying? I'm sorry, but they had. Boy, oh boy! Last last time I bring up this kind of stuff to you people, that was a pretty proud moment to actually get a medal. Congratulations! Well, well done, Rick. Well done. Rick. I have not run in two and a half years, and I, I medal my people who are willing to run. I'm not going to lie. Like I, I only run if people are chasing me. Yeah, I can't do. You want to know? Been good at. You want to know the problem with not running in two and a half years and then running a five k? Tired. For three days. Yeah. For three days. Three days. I my I I had to walk down the stairs one step at a time. Yeah. That's how much my quads are <laughs> from going for a run. I mean, I found the safest way to go downstairs is one step at a time, but I get it. I mean, like side saddle. Right. You know, going side yeah. saddle down the stairs. Oh, I was sore. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I, paid, I paid for it. I made those noises when I sat down. <laughs> Standing back up. <laughs> every single every single time. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music. 95X. In downtown Beaver Dam, where customers matter and quality counts. You're listening to the 95X Morning Show. I have them on. All morning. They're hilarious. They make me laugh in the morning. What else could you ask for? Anything can happen. Today's best music, 95X. All right, let's get to some weather this morning. Jennifer is joining us to talk South Central Wisconsin weather. Hi, Jennifer. Hello. Yeah. I'll tell you what, you can really feel the love when you walk back into this building. <laughs> you know, Don't Jennifer. really feel the love? I said hello, and you're like, no, no, no. Hello. I, no, no Jennifer, Hi, Jennifer. Jennifer. Jennifer, you're the only one that was like excited to hear me and said, Hi, how are you? How's your vacation? All this kind of stuff. You're, you know, everybody else is like, I'm, I'm excited because they, I come back and I tell them about the fact that I ran my first ever five, or 5K. Uh, down in Florida. You didn't tell me that. What you said was, oh, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, who comes back from a vacation he was really excited about? 
It was, it was good. Like, I, I had to, like, pull it out of you. It was like, it was fine because it was short. Right. Yeah, but you went. I know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And he has even a little bit of a skin glow going on right, <laughs> right. now from the sunshine down color. there. Makes the hair look a little whiter, though. Yeah, yeah it does know, do that. <laughs> Got to do something. I'm about still it. jealous of for it, but, you know. Well, I was going to say, you know, the good news is you have hair. The bad news is it's gray. I, I suppose I can. I can't win them all, but I suppose no. I can color it. All right, guys, let's get into yeah, a round. Don't do that. Let's get into a round. Of <laughs> Could you imagine if one day he showed up here with jet black hair? Yeah. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> that would. It actually something like that actually happened to a former coworker of ours. I'll never, ever, ever forget it, and I'll, I, I never let him live it down either. He <laughs> showed up and his hair was almost red. Oh wow! Whoa! It was like ninja's <laughs> hair color. Really? What yeah. did he do to it? His wife dyed it for him. Oh! And did a good job. Oh, it was horrible. What was his normal hair color? Oh no! His normal hair color was gray. Oh! <laughs> and he went from gray, grayish brown to reddish. Brown. <laughs> Did he also buy a Corvette? Because that sounds like a midlife crisis. Yeah, that sounds yeah, like, yeah right. it kind of sounds like a midlife crisis. Okay, get, let's get to a round of yes or BS. The, all right, so you guys just have to tell me whether the statement I'm reading you is true or false. Okay. Um, the three most common seasonings found in an American home are seasoned salt, chili powder, and cinnamon. So salt and pepper don't count? As seasonings? The pepper would right. be a seasoning. Well, I, I'm just telling you, the three most common seasonings found right. in American home are seasoned salt, chili powder, and cinnamon. <sighs> I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no, too. I'll say, I'll say yes. I'm thinking yeah. It is yes. It is yes. They, they apparently, they flavor. probably don't include salt and pepper as real seasonings. Well, that is why I said no. Right. The primary seasonings. I know. Our primary seasonings. The word oregano means joy of the fields in Greek. It's fancy. Sure. Mm. I'm going to say it's BS. It's oh, I forgot. Means what, what now? The joy of the fields. Joy of the fields. I'm uh, going no. You're going to say no? I'm going to say no. It means joy of the mountains. Actually, oh. It means joy of the mountains. Uh, Romans used to believe that walnuts could cure head ailments, like headaches. Walnuts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they kind of look like little brains. They do look sure. like little brains. Yeah. Why not? Sure, yes. Okay. Thomas, you're exactly right what you just said. Yeah. They believe because they looked like the shape of a brain they that they would help you mm-hmm. with headaches. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, over 1.2 billion people in the world... Live on less than a dollar a day. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That is correct. Um, some Roman statues have detachable heads. <laughs> yes. I'm willing to believe that's true. Away. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. They are. It well, is. It is true. I believe they it. actually made them so that you could change the heads out. With the body. <laughs> what Caesar do we got now? Just swap it out. It's fine. That's cool. Uh, back in back in uh, 1958, Whammo manufactured oh. 20,000 hula hoops a week at the peak of hula hooping. I'm willing to say yeah. Well, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say, say 50,000. No. That's a lot. 20,000. So you think it's more. I'm going to say it's more. Me too. Uh... Yes, 
It is more. 20,000 a day. Oh, wow. A day. 20,000 hula hoops a day. Whammo made. I imagine the quality control people there just were in great shape. You'd have to be. I Uh, love hula hooping. I I wish I could do it. It's so difficult. It is hard. Oh, it's so easy. I haven't tried it in a long time. My lack of hips and butt really make it hard. I've won several hula hooping competitions. Have you really? What? That's Mm -hmm. phenomenal. How do you how do you find do you find these like online? Uh, Do you just have to show up? No, they have them at bars. Oh, okay. (laughs) And then you win stuff. It's like, who wants to do it? I was like, you're up. (laughs) (laughs) Several times. Free free drinks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I just figured out our next Daily Dodge television video feature. Jennifer hula hooping hooping. Mm -hmm. while giving a weather forecast. Oh, wow. Hey, Jennifer, could you record that for us? Oh come on! I'll do it. I'll do it if I ever come there. All I'm right. not going to record that here. Uh, I thought maybe happy could... to do it otherwise. Yeah, we'll do it here in 4K. That's great. We're going to have to make that happen. Uh, well, I mean, she was here one time before for the radio. Cool. We, 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 we can bring her back. <laughs> uh, Baskin Robbins plain vanilla ice cream accounts for 25 percent of their sales. True or false? Vanilla 25 oh. percent. I I actually think it might be higher. Uh, um, false. I'm going to say true only because, you know, people also only have three boring spices in their cabinets. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say true also just because I feel like that sounds like it would be false, but it's probably true. It is true. It is oh. true. 25% of their sales comes in <clears throat> vanilla ice cream. Uh, a couple more for you. Dairy Queen first opened their very first store in Joliet, Illinois. Oh, Joliet, my cousins that live there. Mm. Uh, false. Oh, there's a casino I'm going false there. there. I'm going false. 1940. It's true. <laughs> it's oh. true. Uh, a person cannot cry in space. Wait. Uh, true. I think, yeah, that is true. <laughs> like, while they're in the space shuttle? Like, or they like... physically can't cry. It, correct. I mean, without gravity, yeah. Well, I guess. because the water wouldn't go down like your cheek, like crying. It would come out like a globule, wouldn't it? Actually, surface tension would probably hold it to your eye. Uh, a person cannot cry in space is true. With no gravity, tears can't flow. Boop, boop. So there you Woo. have it. So yeah, the water would just stick to your eyeball. And uh, <laughs> just one or two more here. According to a recent poll of women, a man's most annoying habit is constantly channel surfing with a remote control. Oh, a no. woman's most? No. A man. According to a poll of women, oh, yeah, 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 a yeah. man's most annoying habit is constantly channel surfing. Most annoying habit. Most no. annoying. All That's the, the annoying habits yeah. they could have. <laughs> right. And do have. Yeah. Is that true or false? I'm going false. false. Yeah, Let's I say agree. true. It's probably false. And if it's true, that's crap. All right. So let me ask you this then, for those of you that said false. If a man's most annoying habit is not channel surfing, then what would it be? How much time do you have? <laughs> yeah. Hmm? Jennifer, do you have, what's what's more annoying for you that men do besides channel surfing? Well, let's, I mean, it's something probably women do too, but uh, let's keep that in the same realm. It would be being on their phone while okay. watching TV. All right. Being on their phone. Uh, Sherry? 
I don't have to keep it in the TV nope, realm, nope, do I? Nope. No. Well, what's what's um, more annoying? What's more annoying? Peeing on the toilet seat mm-hmm. or on the floor around it. Um, Leaving cabinet doors open. Yeah. Dishes on the counter instead of in the sink yep. or the dishwasher. Yep. Uh, Jennifer, J- Jennifer just yep. hit it. Uh, women say the man's most annoying habit is leaving dirty dishes in the sink. Not washing them, not putting them away. I don't mind them in the sink. My husband likes to put them just on the counter. Yes, that's what my next son to does, sink. and that drives and me I'm like, crazy. See, my wife put them in you, there. Yeah, it's it's object placement. Like the hamper's there, and somehow my pants <laughs> on <up> next <laughs> to it. <laughs> that's also something my mm-hmm. son does. <laughs> oh, drives me crazy. Can't it's put like the... it's literally inches. Mm-hmm. But you it doesn't. Can't. But it doesn't fall into the hamper. And the dishes don't get into the sink or the dishwasher. Yep. They I end up just on the go counter right on the counter. Okay, the so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a little mm-hmm. bit of uh, behind-the-curtain stuff. Uh, when it comes to dishes, I cannot stand dirty dishes. So, like, it drives my wife crazy that there's three dirty dishes, and I wash them. Hmm. Like What's I, wrong with that? Well, I mean, instead of waiting until there's more of them. I get that. You know, like, if I've got, if like, let's say I made myself an omelet. And I got a spatula, and I got the pan sitting there. They don't sit there. I don't. Oh, the same way. That's way better because yeah. then What's you don't have a that? whole thing of dishes to clean. That's the worst. Yeah, I don't. I, I would rather do a few dishes at a time. You I know. think that's fantastic. You do? Yeah. Really? really? Yeah. Okay. I, I, we finally I think... found a redeeming quality for you. <laughs> <laughs> it only right. took ooh, fourteen years of working that's with right. you. Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> they finally found something that. <laughs> I'm actually respectable with. All right, so Jennifer, let's run down our weather forecast. We mentioned the word snow early on, what? but wait, now wait a second, wait no. a second. But I, I don't think it's something that we have to worry about long term, correct? Yeah, I mean, and it's really not looking at, like, we're really not looking at accumulation either. So, I mean, today we're looking at a few scattered areas of rain showers here for the day, maybe mixing with some areas of snow during the morning. Otherwise, cloudy skies, highs getting into the mid-40s. Tonight, still a chance for rain and snow mixing. Overnight lows around about 32. Another chance for rain and snow mixing here for the day tomorrow. Maybe more of a chance for just snowfall in the morning, early morning hours, but looks like primarily that chance for that mix here tomorrow. Cloudy skies, slightly cooler, high around 38 degrees. 43 on Saturday, a dry start to the weekend with partial sunshine. Sunday, beautiful day, actually. Mostly sunny, high of 53. And then our warmest day comes in on Monday. Chance for rain, cloudy, and a high around about 59. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki. This is five random facts. Let's spin the random wheel of topics. Now you're just saying random words. On the 95X Morning Show. All right, let's get to it. It is time for five random facts. I was nice earlier today and gave Jennifer um, some additional random facts because uh-huh. today was today is National Beer Day. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yay! National Beer Day. For those of us that love beer, we enjoy that day. Uh, random fact number one. 80% of the cars sold in Europe are still stick shift. Wow. In the United States, what how, what percentage of cars sold is stick? Three percent. You're going to say three percent? It's low, low, under ten, under five. One percent. Yeah. Wow. One percent of cars are stick. I have not driven stick in 
I haven't either, but my son years. has a bug up his butt when he gets a new car for it to be a stick. I'm like, you have huh. no idea the hassle yeah. that you would encounter. Uh, random fact number two. Women with bigger butts might give birth to smarter kids. Huh. Hmm. Quit looking at me. I, did, I, was, <laughs> I didn't look. I was looking at the beaver. Yeah. Jeez. They both avoided eye contact. <laughs> uh, supposedly, the extra omega-3 fatty acids that you end up storing below your waist help with a baby's brain development. Huh. Hmm. That's kind of cool, right? That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, extra omega-3. Big butts save lives. So, I don't have a big butt. I have extra omega-3s. I don't know. My mother-in-law has a teeny butt, and she had three kids that are insanely smart. So... <laughs> You're not buying it. One went to Harvard. One works at SpaceX. My husband's an app developer and really smart with all the computery things. I don't know. Yeah. I'm buying it. <laughs> hey, you married well, didn't you? Yeah. Good for you. Uh, random fact number three. Domino's got rid of that advertising mascot, the Noid, after a schizophrenic guy named oh. Kenneth Noid was convinced they were mocking him. So he stormed into Domino's in Atlanta in 1989 and took two employees hostage at gunpoint. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I didn't... I forgot about the Noid. And now they brought back the Noid for a short amount of time. Do you remember that? No. Like a year or two ago? Yeah. Because it was trying to stop the pizza delivery thing that they had. You know they got that automated pizza delivery car? In some places, Yeah. yeah. Right. In some places. And by the way, they still have those in Madison. If you go to down around the university, they've got these little robots that deliver pizzas. Wait, really? Yeah, they look like a, a coaster wagon. They're about the size of a coaster wagon. Huh. And they go all around the campus. Oh. You'll see them stopped. When I was at the state wrestling tournament, I went for a walk, and I was walking alongside of one. <laughs> it, knew, it, it knew when to stop at the, at the stoplights and everything. Wow. wow. Yeah, it was kind of interesting. Wow, wow, Delivering wow. pizza. Uh, random fact number four. The U.S.-Canada border is the longest international border in the world. And do you know that Alaska's portion alone, Alaska's border with Canada, is about 38% of all of the border. And lastly, because Jennifer's got to get going, it's illegal to use a pun in an advertisement in China. The government uh, thinks puns and other wordplay can lead to, quote, cultural and linguistic chaos. Now you know the rest of the story. <laughs> Jennifer, you go out there and make it a great day. Thanks very much. You too, guys. All right, there's Jennifer with a look at the weather forecast. So, so really, you guys think it's, you think it's all right to wash dishes if there's only three of them? Yeah, why wouldn't it be okay? Well, because my wife's like, well, you're kind of wasting a lot of water when you could just wait a couple, an hour or two, and there'd be more dishes. And I, I hate dishes sitting out. Right. I just hate dirty dishes. They, they should go either in the dishwasher or they should get It washed. does take a lot of water to wash. There's got to be a better way to do it. Well, you don't, have to, you don't have to fill the sink. I don't fill the sink, no. Don't just you have one of those scrubby brushes that have the dish soap in them? No. You should get one of those because then you'd be wasting even less water. Because the scrubby brush would have the soap right into it. Correct. Right. Thomas, are you? A, are you a, the Ajax scrubbing brushes? Like you can refill the soap on the other side yeah, of the brush. Thomas, are you? Are you? A, are you a dish yeah. lever or are you a dishwasher? I'm a washer. Good for you. Because it's really gross when the plate's in the sink. Hey, ladies, 
if you're looking for somebody that's a dishwasher, that's not afraid. (laughs) Give Thomas her little ringy dingy here. I'm not afraid to get my hands a little soppy. That's right. Give Thomas a call. 920-887-9595. Did he say... Soppy. Did he say soppy? Isn't it, I thought that was like you soap kind of sops up. Isn't that the right adjective no. for it? No. 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 Soppy, I don't I don't know how you would I don't even know in what case you use soppy. Yep. I mean <laughs> the only thing I can think of is you're down in the Everglades and your feet your shoes Sopping get wet. Get wet and that would be soppy. I think that would be it. Oh. Isn't soppy is kind of like a combination between Sloppy and what? Soaked? It's, got, it's so. got two meanings. Self-indulgently sentimental or lacking spirit and strength. Oh, yeah. Soppy. Like, oh, he's so soppy no. about That's things. sappy. That's what maybe soppy. How'd you spell it? I spelled it S-O-P-P-Y. Soppy? Huh. Yeah. S-O-P-P-Y would be but correct. I thought those definitions would more go with sappy. I think so, too. Okay, I gotta go. I got I to do. I know See ya. We, we have to go too. Yeah. Uh, by the way, folks, if you if you're looking to go and have some fun, you might want to go to Ho Chunk, Wisconsin Dells. Ho Chunk's got a lot of fun things going on during the month of April. Check out their Facebook page, and of course, check out them on the web as well. Ho Chunk, Wisconsin Dells, where yes, indeed, bingo is going on Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays with two different sessions. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. Weather was brought to you by McKinstry's Home Furnishings. You can find us on Facebook. Show. I listen every morning. Funny, upbeat. Much better than coffee. On 95X. Let's head over to the Daily Dodge News Center for this local news update once again. Here's the news ninja, Justin Wilski. A Columbus man has been charged with... Deputies. Jason McDonald allegedly fled from deputies last month, reaching speeds of up to 100 miles per hour before the chase was called off. Later that same night, McDonald reportedly fled from Fond du Lac County deputies. If convicted, the 35-year-old faces up to seven years in prison. An initial appearance is scheduled for May 23rd. A Marquette County jailer has been arrested for soliciting a minor for sex following an investigation by the Columbia County Sheriff's Office. Sheriff Roger Bradner says Travis Biddleman was involved in internet and social media activity where he was attempting to have sex with a minor. Bradner adds that Marquette County officials wanted an outside agency to complete a fair and impartial probe. Biddleman is facing charges of use of a computer to facilitate a child sex crime. Dodge County Clerk Karen Gibson says there were relatively few issues with Tuesday's election. She noted that of the few errors that did occur, they were human in nature, such as a wrong ballot being handed out. Gibson says the voting machines were not the ones making any mistakes. She adds that the reported issues were limited to just a small number of municipalities and were not widespread. And there's a new mayor in Horicon. Josh Moss was the only name on the ballot and garnered 346 votes. Just about 97% of the total number of votes cast. Moss replaces incumbent Jim Gregg. Other communities with new mayors include John Gwynn in Mayville and Ron Bishop in Waupon. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. All right, thank you very much, Justin, for that look at news. I do want to mention the fact that our friends over at Beaverdam Piggly Wiggly on the beautiful east side of Beaverdam are always mm-hmm. doing something special. And uh, I got an, an email that was telling me about some of the deals in the liquor department. Now, oh. as everybody out there knows, everything, cost of everything has gone up. 
it doesn't matter where you go, where you go to buy things, cost goes up, yeah. and it, it just seems Everywhere. like it keeps on going up. I don't know how he's doing this. It's got to be some sleight of hand, magical stuff that Daryl is pulling off over in well liquor department. Uh, did you know that right now, Arbor Mist Wine, the big one five liter bottle of Arbor Mist Wine, yeah, right now is six ninety nine. That's right, six ninety nine. That's a savings of three dollars. Oh, wow. You go into the store, you expect it's going to cost you around 9 or 10 bucks for a bottle of Arbor Mist. $6.99. And now they got it for $6.99. Again. He is a magician. Is it Hocus Pocus? What is it? Daryl, how are you doing this? Could be. He's got magic fingers. Uh, Daryl also lets us know that Doric Peninsula wines are only $8.99 right now for the 750s. Wisconsin wines are very popular. Mm-hmm. Very popular. You can also save on Yellowtail right now. For four ninety nine oh, for the seven fifty, eight ninety nine for the one fives, and something that uh, is a sure sign of spring and summer is the daily pouches are back. That's right, dailies dailies cocktail pouches oh. that you can throw in the freezer. Mm. Uh, they are only a dollar ninety nine. Plus, check out all the other ready to drink cocktails and hard seltzers right now at Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly. Oh, by the way, forgot to mention one other thing too. I know there's a lot of Boda Box lovers out there. The three liter Boda Box right now is only sixteen ninety nine. The savings are fantastic in the liquor department and throughout the store as always because that's what they do. They find the best prices. If it means they got to buy some extra cases, that's what he does. Mm-hmm. Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly on the beautiful east side of Beaver Dam. Visit the Dodge County's most wanted page on Daily Dodge. In the morning, the most get you going. You know, find out what's going on. Great to listen to today's best music, ninety-five X. Time for today's day in history. We are making history here, people. We're making history. You are on the wrong side of history, my friend. You guys ready to make history? On the ninety-five X morning show. All right, Thomas, the floor is yours. Oh my! For the seventh uh, of April. Starting off in 1795, where France adopted the meter as a unit of length and the base of the metric system. And eventually the rest of the world would, too. Except, I think, three countries. And we are one of them. I've never understood it. It I thought I always thought it would. I always thought that we were going to it was going to happen because when I was in um, high school, um, I ran on the track team all four years. Hmm. And I think it was the first two years I still was running the 440, 440 yards. Well, then, the last year or the last two years, we switched over to the 400-meter run and the 100-meter run. Yeah. And we didn't have a 220 anymore. We had a 200-meter run. So we made the conversion in track from yards to meters, but it stopped there. Huh. Yeah. That is weird. It's weird that they do it that way in track, but nowhere else. We should just pull the rug. We should just pull the Band-Aid, make the big switch. And be done with it. You know, gripe for a couple years, and then boom. Right. But, yeah. 1933, Prohibition in the U.S. was repealed for beer of no more than 3.2% alcohol by weight. That's right. That's why today is National Beer Day. Yes. Um, 
Syria's independence from France officially recognized 1946. World Health Organization was established by the uh, UN in 1948. Uh, Roger Ebert published his first review in the Chicago Sun-Times, famous film critic, in 1967. Oh, man, 1970. Uh, let's say actually two big movie events happened today. John Wayne won Best Actor Oscar for his role in 1969's True Grit. Oh, yeah. And Midnight Cowboy won Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Adapted Screenplay Oscars in 1970. And, uh, yeah, that's all there. So for celebrity birthdays, uh, Bill Blamey. Formerly of MTV is 57. Russell Crowe is 68. Oh. Buster Douglas, who knocked out Mike Tyson in 1990, is 62 today. Jackie Chan is 68. And uh, Francis Ford Coppola is uh, still around. He is 83 and possibly working on a future project. But he's done quite a few great movies. Yeah, very cool. By the way, I, uh, you guys, uh, we were talking about uh, the fact that Sherry's going to be making a skirt coming oh, up tomorrow. That's going to be hilarious. Uh, Sherry is going to be heading down to um, Nancy Zeman Sewing Studio at 120 Front Street in the Fine Arts District of downtown Beaverdam. She'll be there with the whip around. Her and Amy going to be playing some great music tomorrow between 8 and 1. I'm sorry, between noon and 1. Mm-hmm. And um, at the same time, Sherry's going to learn how to sew. <laughs> or they're going to attempt to teach. Yeah. Sherry, how to we'll, sew. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Come on. Meet the uh, Stitchett sisters. Check out the Nancy Zeman Sewing Studio. They have a variety of in-person classes, sewing notions, fabrics, patterns, all kinds of cool stuff. Plus, register online to meet it with the Sewett sisters and learn more about the sewing studio. Uh, shop nzp.com. And, of course, Sherry will be making that skirt coming up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Might, be worth, uh, might be worth a view. Welcome back to the quickest podcast ever, brought to you by Kohl's. Today's topic, Easter style. I love when everyone's dressed in their Easter best. Then you need to check out the deals at Kohl's. And soon. You're listening to the 95X Morning Show. They're funny. They're not negative. Gets me laugh in the morning. I love it. It's great. Today's best music, 95X. All right, let's wrap things up now with our kicking a classic for this hour, Thomas. We are going to celebrate the birthday of Bruce Gary. He was born on this day in 1952. Bruce Gary. Bruce Gary. I love when people have a first name, last name kind of a thing. His name could have been Gary Bruce, but it's Bruce Gary. Mm, right. Right. He's a drummer. He And he's a drummer for a band that was pretty darn successful. In fact, uh, the number one song that came off of that album was number one for a long time back in 1979. The debut album for the band became one of the most successful debuts in history. They sold one million copies of their album in less than two months. Wow. That is a lot of albums. The um, album spent five weeks at number one on the Billboard album chart. You weren't around in 1979 when the song came out, when uh, the band made their debut. But I, I was around when the band made their debut. And oh my goodness, were they big. 1979? 1979. Okay. And uh, they had one song in particular that was what everybody was singing. Let's wrap things up with our Kicking It classic. 
From the 95X Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios, this is the Kickin' It Classic. It's the Kickin' It Classic on the 95X 